The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hello, Danhausen here. Danhausen here to tell you to listen to the Rough House podcast, hosted by Christoph and Marty Housing. Very good. You both got the housing in there. Listen to the podcast or up yours. Anyways, have a nice time. Love that Danhausen. Listen to this podcast. It's very nice, very evil. The Rough House Podcast Housing. Yes. Danhausen is so powerful. Behold, a podcast for the ages. Recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Rough House Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their warhammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task. Complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Christoph. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rough House Podcast, episode number 224. Good God. I am Marty. And I'm rough. <laughs> In the house. Yes, it is your house. Uh, it's that... my house. I'm feeling rough. And uh, so uh, peeling the curtain back for our friends out there listening. Yeah. Uh, last night went uh, went over to... Uh, the old uh, Eric the Gorehound's house. He he's traditionally the host for WrestleMania. We didn't get to do it last year because of COVID. Most of us have at least one of the pricks, um, mm-hmm. you know, with the uh, with the five G so far. So we're like, yeah, okay, we'll do a little small get together. Yes. Fun fact about me: I drive fucking everywhere, <laughs> regardless of with who, uh, who with whom I'm with with who uh, who's with me, regardless yes. of yes. Uh, spouting out proper grammar this morning may be a struggle, but um, so uh, Derek offered to uh to pick me up last night because we live two to three minutes away from each other now, which is convenient. So I didn't have to drive, uh, which is celebration, bitches. So yeah. uh, I took advantage of said not having to drive. Uh, brought some uh some Ronas, some bur- some burrs. Coronas. Uh, <laughs> I even chopped up some limes. Yeah, uh, you were, you were and full tilt did it classy. And brought a bottle of the uh, of the bird dog of the bird dog whiskey. Uh, I'm not sure you're you're not a you're not a drinker, so yeah, you're probably not familiar with. But they had it's like like a line of like flavored whiskeys. It's like blackberry bird. Oh, dog. Oh, interesting. Okay, and I've kind of introduced the whole group. Of, of friends to this brand of, of whiskey. So uh, that bottle is nearly empty. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't the only one drinking it. But and, um, and let me tell you, the show last night gave you ample opportunity at times to drink. Man, the middle of that show fucking dragged. Good God. <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, so. let, 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 let's just go ahead and hop into it. The World Wrestling Federation for over 50 years. The revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Wait, what's what that? Is- Two sound bites. Oh yeah. Yeah, throw it back. Wow. Did Derringer do this too? Uh, you know, I, I I think it was um uh, oh god, what's his name? The dude who got fired. Um. Oh, Jim Johnson. Yeah, I think it was a Jim Johnson special. That theme is not the same without. You know, Vince McMahon screaming into a microphone in a studio somewhere. <laughs> the immortal Hulk Hogan. You know, just speaking of Vince mind. McMahon screaming into a microphone. Yeah. The life model decoy of Vince McMahon <laughs> that they pulled out last night. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, he he looks all of what is he now? 70, 74? Like I I I hang on. Let, let's add let's, a zero to the end of it and you're yeah, close about to what he looks. Vince McMahon. Good God, man. Thank you, Lords of Wiki, for this one. Uh seventy-five years young. Yikes. Yeah, he's looking it. He is looking it. it, it it's funny, he like sounds it too. Yeah. He uh he's kind of got like the same uh, affliction that Ric Flair had. Which is he looked the same age for years and years and years right. and years, and then suddenly his body just went, "No, you're old now." Yeah, <laughs> you wake up and it's all creased and bloated, and yeah, 
raspy and uh yeah he looks like warmed up fucking hell and if i know anything about vince mcmahon uh he hates every morning when he wakes up and he looks in the mirror and he sees you know that he can't turn back the clock oh yeah i mean that his biggest enemy is is time yes <laughs> yes yes yeah so, so father time as justin always said is uh, is undefeated yes uh very you know, true waits waits for no man but yeah vince uh you know i guess in terms of uh, rallying the crowd, welcome them yeah. back to WrestleMania after a brief uh, rain delay, um, was you know it was it made sense to have Vince come out there, but man, it's just it's not doing any favors. Yeah, so we we are talking about the first night of WrestleMania. Uh, we are mid, uh, not even mid. We are in the tail end of WrestleMania week as as yes. we record this. Uh, we are hours away from conceivably. The opening of WrestleMania Sunday for this, the 37th edition of Ooh, WrestleMania. Maybe. Um, I did take a look at the Tampa weather, and they are expecting more rain uh, into the evening. I mean, uh, it's it, Florida. They have <laughs> afternoon storms, like, daily in Florida. Yeah. And it's Tampa, so that's Gulf side. So you get the, the, the awfulness over there. Um, so word broke about 6 o'clock Saturday night. Last night, uh, that fans were not being allowed were not being allowed into the parking lot. Mm-hmm. That there were uh, uh, what's it shelter in place orders yeah. for people in the stadium um, <laughs> because there was a weather event and there was there was lightning to be concerned about. But uh, they they still uh, hit Peacock at seven p.m. with the pre-show. They kick off the show at eight, as you said, Vince McMahon out with the entire roster like i saw fucking gulak out there um out with the entire roster and uh vince mcmahon welcomes everyone back one year one month one day as they kept reiterating since the last show with live fans uh i gotta say though doesn't that kind of take away from the opening show pop like they've seen everybody now they've seen literally the entire yeah. roster, and you got Vinnie Mac coming out, mumbling his way through a goddamn promo. That dude could not say WWE for the life of him. That's, but that's, I mean, that's not a problem unique to him. A lot Fair. of people <laughs> Fair. have trouble with that second W. Um, I, I'm pretty sure at, at different <laughs> times he called it the WW universe and the WE universe. Yeah, I think Kurt Angle had the most trouble with it. If I'm <laughs> to remembering be fair, Kurt GM Angle role. has been knocked doofus multiple times on live television in front of our very eyes. Yeah, even Jericho has trouble with it as well. Because <laughs> he just gets so <laughs> so yeah, fast, yeah. Yeah. you know, in between calling uh, people his jerk-off pals. Um, but we'll maybe get to that later on. Yeah, um, this might be an entire Mania recap with a little bit of NXT on top because – uh, I, I've watched both takeover shows and I've watched, you know, one mania. I know Chris for sure watched all of mania last night. Um, yes. So we, we, well, it was, it was to... on yes. I, I... <laughs> fair point. <laughs> it fair was point. on in a room. I was in <laughs> the fair amount point. of attention I paid to it waxed and waned throughout the evening. Yes. Uh, I, I, I could tell on. how good a match was by how often Chris and I were or weren't texting <laughs> or tweeting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but you know, we, we get that big intro and you know, the fans applauded and then we very awkwardly had some clearly fake crowd noise. Like it, Mm -hmm. it it sounded, uh, it it sounded like we were watching a WWE 2K game at times. That that was all night long too. That was not, I don't want to, why would you do that? I mean, you have fans back. This is it. This is the moment. Well, based off of uh, uh, some live videos that that uh, came out <laughs> from the host intros, uh, Hogan uh, was rained down with booze. Yes, yes, yeah. joyously for me. Yeah, uh, that racist piece of shit. Fuck yes. that guy forever. Uh, and you know what? I I give Titus all the credit in the world for not going into business for himself up there. You know, not forfeiting his Warrior Award to beat up uh, Hulk Hogan in the middle of the fucking stage at WrestleMania in his hometown. Man, that takes some that takes some personal strength. I'll tell I, you. I, I saw some tweet during uh, during the host part, the host intro part, where somebody said, "No, Titus, don't call him brother. He thinks that's his N word. Pass. Don't do it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the brother bit of that was uh, 
suspect at yes. uh, the very least there. Um, but we had the welcoming. We had BB Rexa singing America the Beautiful in a very revealing cat suit. That was a God nice. bless. Um, yeah, that was I was I was here for it. Yeah, she I, later uh, posted a, a or Alexa Bliss posted a photo with her and I uh, right click saved as <laughs> and uh, had a guitarist who would be a Justin Schlegel special for sure. Um, <laughs> and we had two jets awkwardly fly over the stadium. Yeah, because I mean, with all the money Vince has now, he couldn't afford a full flyby. <laughs> yeah, well, or, I, I, I don't know how it works in the time of COVID. Maybe you can only get two jets at a time. I, I, I don't know. Socially distant. You're in different cockpits. We go to the booth. It's Michael Cole, Byron Saxton, and Joey Samoe. And Michael Cole lets us know that there is a weather delay. <laughs> okay, so. Beside the obvious, you know, risk of doing an outdoor show in Florida in April um, of this happening and, you know, ignoring the fact that uh, it's such a prevalent condition that Tampa Bay named their hockey team the Lightning. (laughs) (laughs) Overlooking that. Yes. um, Yes. You know. This was bound to happen at some point. First yeah. time WrestleMania had ever been delayed by weather. Uh, I remember WrestleMania 29 up in New York. It was cold and rainy, yes. uh, but they proceeded. But it was there was no lightning. Rain, right. you know, and a lot of people drew comparisons to that uh, epic match uh, Kazuchika Okada and Minoru Suzuki had at the Suzuki 30th anniversary show a couple years mm-hmm. back. That was different because that's just rain. Yeah. Um, you, you know, it's dangerous to, to wrestle in the rain with no yes. cover. Yeah. Uh, the WrestleMania stage has a cover uh, or ring rather, but the lightning is where where it gets dangerous. So uh, that unintended uh, yet not unexpected uh, sidetrack there, I think, led to one of the most unique and entertaining things probably in WrestleMania history as we had a bunch of performers go out there and fucking wing it on promos yes. to sell their show yes. and shall sell their matches. And it was uh, for me to say that a WWE segment was delightful. Uh, it was just that, it, you know, I, I was p- very pleasantly surprised. Uh, well, I'm not surprised at how successful it was. I'm surprised that it happened, uh, that they were given the opportunity to do so. Yeah. And I wonder if this is going to change anything in the long run. I, I certainly hope it does because you know the, there is such a a meme of the IWC the 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 internet wrestling community the wrestling fan talking about how writers in the WWE ruin everything right you had proof positive for a solid hour that you could make creative television and entertaining television by just standing these dudes in front of a microphone and letting them go. I think the only like goose egg of the bunch was Shane McMahon, which yeah, really should he, be a surprise. And he got booted mid promo. <laughs> yeah, he got booted mid promo. You had Bobby Lashley and MVP cutting a promo of their lives. You, you had Drew McIntyre cutting the promo of his life. You had uh, the New Day being fantastic yeah, as always. You, you had Kevin Owens cutting a money promo for his uh, match with Sami Zayn tonight. Uh, you had Seth Rollins selling me on his weird dad gimmick. Uh, like, it, it was just an absolute joy. Yeah. And I, I I didn't necessarily want the rain delay to keep going by any means because I knew it was going to be a long-ass show. Uh, I would have loved more of this. I, I, yeah. I, I wanted more of this. I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I wanted another 45 minutes of promos. That's where I was. Because <laughs> it's, it's just so refreshing to hear these guys go off the cuff. It was like it was like watching John Moxley do a first in-ring promo after, you know, after being freed from the, the chains of WWE. You yeah. know, you just you get to see the person, you know, the personality of the actual performer the way they see it in their head. And, you know, people don't get to this stage in this business without being talented in cutting promos. Right. Um, right. Most of coming them up with most of them. Well, yeah, I would <laughs> say the majority of them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at least they know tonight that if there is another weather event circulating through that they have, a, you know, they have another, I have a backup plan. They have more matches. They could get reaction, you know, get Bianca Belair in there with her new title, uh, to, 
to talk about it, you know, throw her back there with the winner of the Twink Gauntlet, who got a backstage uh, interviewer appearance uh, <laughs> gig, apparently. Uh, I've never seen that guy before. Is he yeah, new? He, he's very new. Like, he joined okay. WWE maybe three weeks ago. Uh, he was okay. formerly uh, uh, doing sports coverage in Ireland, of all places. Well, uh, <laughs> with that yeah. accent, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I mean, that, that much is clear, but it's just like, really? Fucking Vinnie Mac has dudes watching you know, Irish ESPN for the next new host. Um, but you know, it was what it was. Uh, and, and it was a super fun time, but then we got word that, Hey, the, you know, the show's going to start. We had the aforementioned Titus O'Neill and Hogan intro, which was whatever. And first match in the ring, Bobby Lashley defending the WWE championship against Drew McIntyre. And after all this talk about, you know, the, the big moment, Drew McIntyre, Winning the world championship finally in front of a stadium, in front of fans, in this big glorious coronation, dude lost clean as a sheet. In yeah, well, minutes. he it was ref stoppage. He didn't even get a chance to get pinned or or tap out. Like yeah. the ref, the ref uh, called it. Um, this match was shocking on many levels. Yeah, um, you know, I, th- I think we kind of worked ourselves up into that fervor that this was what was going to happen that we would get another brock style squash uh by drew mcintyre uh and the fact that it ended up being uh god fucking felt like it was almost an hour long but probably 15 to 20 minute match yeah it was Um, 18 minutes and change yeah it 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 didn't it wasn't very well paced the match i i was i was not into the match at all um but the the crowd was you know was hot for it at the start yeah um the the hurt business the the you know the mvp and and bobbert lasciarelli bit is going strong and people yeah. i guess uh you know got that got that big heat it was just weird to open up the show with the heel winning like that i, I yeah, can't remember i i i was my mind was boggled by it. i just was like this what like yeah it it felt like so much of the booking and the planning and like it felt like the most wwe thing in a in in a nutshell where you just kind of go like all right one month one day one year since the last live show drew mcintyre is the big hero he's the first guy out he's got his big moment at wrestlemania and he loses to the dominant heel i was like what like I, it's, I, it's almost like Vince McMahon's like, oh, everybody thinks Drew's going to win. Let's let's change it to spite them. Yeah. Sort of thing, yeah, which like has that, been known to happen. Yeah. Uh, I, and I saw some people speculating that because of the whole deal with DraftKings, because the odds were so strong on Drew that they swerved it just to save money. Like, I was just like, oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that, that, hat, that is full tinfoil hat level. Yeah. But, but it's also not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. It does feel like something, you know, that that would happen. But um, wow. I, I was surprised. I mean, guys Poor busted Joe. their ass. They work hard. Fucking McIntyre pulling out a flip dive to the floor was crazy. And props to MVP on a bad wheel going for a catch there. So so he is he okay I was cuz I was wondering about this he legit needs a cane he's got a bum bum yeah, leg he's got a bad he's got a bad knee right now so the so okay. cane I mean it's it's a gimmick to a degree right but he is hurting I I wasn't sure I was like man you know uh with the cane I could I could work with that as a disability rep you know you give me a two-handed <laughs> ambulation device like a walker and then we're shooing here <laughs> but a cane I could work with a cane MVP call me yeah Although I'm um, sure he's not strapped for cash. No, no. I think he's doing well right now, especially after getting a Mania payday. Of yeah. What was technically a main event, even though it kicked off the show. Um, then uh, we went backstage. It was the NWO chatting with Bailey. I only bring this up because I thought it was adorable that X-Pac took a moment to go, hey, no, I really like you and give her the too sweet. <laughs> I thought that was adorable. Yeah. It's this, you know, I, and – I preface this entire show by saying, again, I'm not entirely in the loop with current WWE characters. Yeah. Uh, you know, the shocking lack of Bailey, Charlotte, and well, Becky makes sense, but the lack of Bailey and uh, Charlotte um, is glaring uh, this weekend. So at least yeah. they found a spot for Bailey. Yes. Um, but, you know, as much great work as she did over the, the COVID era, yeah. it's kind of disappointment. 
to see her not get a match and just be regulated to a backstage thing. And they, they, they put Titus with fucking Hogan again. Yeah. Yeah. In this segment, like yeah. why, why was fucking Titus albatross there? around Titus his neck? Be there. Yeah. You know? Oh, and, and props to Kevin Nash for keeping his hands firmly in his jean pocket. <laughs> that, that, that dude is doing as little work as humanly possible to get paid. Also, Scott Good Hall. Uh, oh, my God. Like did he look like of that? Death. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, the, the, the only guy to do DDP yoga and look worse at the end of it. Scott Hall looks like I feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys might be feeling similar. Um, <laughs> then we ran to uh, tag team turmoil, women's tag thing. Uh, thank God I was wrong. We did not have a random Bella's appearance and insertion into this. You know what? I would have rather the Bella's one than fucking Tamina and Natty. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, what? There's definitely a tipping point with the WWE women's roster, especially as the NXT women uh, develop and come to the main roster, where you really have to fuck or walk with these women. You like they? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't phrase it like that. <laughs> fair, but it's like that. There are you know when I look at that. Okay, Billy Kay and Carmella versus Naomi and Lana kicked it off. So you had one worker out of the four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you had the riot squad riot squad versus billy Kane and carmella okay you bumped it up then to th- uh you know to two out of four in that match mm-hmm. then riot squad versus me you're not a big Liv morgan fan are you <laughs> <laughs> well i i was saying uh live and and uh ruby riot were probably the the two workers that, uh, what the, I what the, you, oh i was gonna say what the fuck was with live selling last night I don't know. I, I, you know what? I, I, I think you're overlooking Carmel a little bit. Carmel's got some talents. Uh, she's gotten better. I, I will, I will give her that. She's gotten better. But it's just, you know, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke did themselves no favors. A by coming out in matching gear. So it's like, okay, I just have two. I could not tell. Well, was, I saw somebody fell, and I couldn't tell which one it was. It, it turned out it was Mandy Rose. <laughs> uh, and then and the freeze frame. And then the Riot Squad won. But fucking Greg Hamilton blew the call. Yep. Not the uh, first blown call of the night. No. Or actually, it was the first blown call of yeah, the night. Yeah, not the last. Not the last, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Tamina and Natalia came out. Uh, Tamina continues to be a thing for reasons I don't understand. I cannot fathom why Tamina won a WrestleMania match. Wrap, wrap your head around this. Yes. Tamina picked up a win at WrestleMania. Yes. Sasha Banks is 0 for 6 or 0 for 5. 0 for 6 as of this year. In WrestleMania matches. Yeah. I mean, granted, that story made sense for Sasha to lose here. And I, you know, can only remember not many of the other matches. But um, just the fact that Tamina Snuka, who has very little talent yes. uh, outside of her last name. That's yes. that's it. I yeah. don't, uh, you know, in a bloodline that I guess. Is this a, you know... Is this a Dwayne thing? Dwayne trying to keep keep no 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 no. This, this, this is uh, Vince covered up a murder and he feels bad about it. That's what it is. I mean, but that she okay. That's Superfly's daughter, dude. So. I know, I know that, I know that. But how would rewarding Tamina help that? I mean, he already helped that family. <laughs> oh, I know. By covering I, up the murder. I, I, <laughs> still keep it quiet, I guess. I don't. I don't Sh- fucking know. Shouldn't, like, shouldn't you know? Shouldn't the uh, the wrestling daughter of the woman who t- uh, Jimmy Snuka murdered be in this position and not Tamita? Yeah, no, that that makes sense. But uh, it, it was. It's real dumb. It's real fucking dumb. And, and I, I don't get it. And I am not looking forward to the moment. Tonight, when Tamita and Nia Jax get in the ring, and they look around each other like they're fucking Hogan and Andre, like right, yeah, we just got that in the Rumble, and we got in the Rumble last last year, and we got in the Rumble the year before that, and we had it at like Survivor Series, and still no one gives a shit about it except for them. Nobody cares about either of those women except for those women. Uh, You know, it's just I, I get you have to have some bigger bruiser type women in the division. But man, neither neither of them are good. No, no, and and when you have a, a woman on the roster on her way up, like Raquel Gonzalez, it's like, all right, Naya Tamina, learn how to fucking work, ladies. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, you know, it's your time. God, Raquel Gonzalez, for other reasons, is a perfect Vince McMahon yeah, yeah. project. Yeah, uh, we we, we but, might get into those depending on how long this goes. 
yeah. <laughs> anyway, this match was long and not good. Yes, but uh, a match that was not as long as I thought it was, uh, according to the Observer uh, report, just over 11 minutes. But I fucking loved it was Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. That was only 11 minutes? Yeah. Uh, we knew on paper that this could be one of the bit better matches of the weekend, and I think it absolutely delivered uh, Cesaro finally getting a big-time win at WrestleMania. Well, finally uh, getting a solo match at WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, yeah, one-two punch there. Finally getting a solo match, finally getting a big-time win on the main card, because, yes, he did win the Andre, but, you know, that was the pre-show. Yeah. Uh, and he took his moment. He he had said this, apparently, for years. I saw uh, Rob Naylor, who used to work for FCW, made uh, a point of this. Back in the day, he told Terry Taylor, hey, I'm not going to use the UFO until I'm on WrestleMania. Yeah. And he finally busted out the UFO, which everyone who remembers his run as Claudio Casagnoli on the Indies knows is just a crazy move. He he pulled it out. That was the airplane spin with no arms. Didn't Gulak do that? I think Gulak did a version of it at some point. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you know, the originator does it best. And sure. uh, Cesaro looked like a beast. And it was probably... Uh, with the exception of the main event, the most genuine joy from the crowd all night. Yeah, yeah. I really don't have anything bad to say about that match, except from I could have gone for another five minutes. Yeah. If you would have trimmed five off of uh, Bobbert Lasciarelli and Drew and given it to Seth and uh, and, and and Claudio, I'd have been all about it. Uh, but yeah, very, very happy for Cesaro. He uh, he was on Renee's podcast earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's He's one of those guys that is just so genuine and you just want to root for him aside from being extremely handsome and talented and ripped and you know being kind of aside from you know having an accent he's the he's the prototype pro wrestler yeah he's everything you would want in in a world champion beyond the fact that he has a slightly funny uh accent and he said uh within these four ropes once in a pro (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure Vince still probably holds over his head. Yeah, well, well, you see, that's the thing. The one thing that bothered me in this match had nothing to do with the match. It had everything to do with WWE's insipid commentary. And it was that uh, Michael Cole was talking about how with Cesaro, you know, it's never been consistent. It's always been start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. Well, that's not his fucking fault. We live in an age post kayfabe. You you have right. fucking Roman Reigns on the Today Show, and they talk about coming back with his new villain character. Everyone knows that it's scripted. So yeah, but you, it's like you know, it, it's a fourth wall break. You know, in in universe, in in programming, you don't break the fourth wall outside of the program. It's like you know, it's like doing a press tour for a movie. But you it's know, just like it, what? Who does that get over? It, it makes him sound like he's a shitty wrestler. And then when you think about it longer, it makes them sound like a shitty company. Well, because the only babyface story they know how to sell is an underdog. And yeah, I guess, yeah. you know, Cesaro coming in as the underdog against the new Mr. WrestleMania, which is apparently a thing. Um, you know, man, I, I really turned on Seth. It's <laughs> I was a I was a big Seth Rollins fan for a while. I, I, I was thinking the same about how much I liked uh, Super Worker Two Belts, Seth. Yeah. Um, I mean, that run he had, you know, John Stewart aside, yeah. uh, showing up at, at SummerSlam <laughs> with the white Ranger gear, looking like a total yeah. fucking star. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even even two years ago, like, you know, when and this is how you're supposed to do this. You start the, the WrestleMania off hot with a big title change mm-hmm. with the baby mm-hmm. face beats the big guy. Yeah. You know. They did it at 35 with Seth slaying, becoming the, the King Slayer or not yeah. the King Slayer. The, Beast Slayer. Uh, Beast Slayer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was already the King Slayer when he beat Triple H. He's yeah. a, you know, I just need him, Tom Araya, to come out and, you know, start <laughs> singing Angel of Death. When s- that will get me back into uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah. Also, uh, that, that does remind me, uh, Seth Pyro did not work the way it was supposed yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. He had, he had a nice three burning sticks there. <laughs> yeah. Was, oops. I mean, yeah. I'm sure the weather probably has something oh, to do yeah. with Oh, yeah. Um, but no, uh, best match, probably second best match of the night, in my humble opinion. I would I would agree, because I can't remember any of the other matches aside from the main event at this yeah. point. Uh, then we had uh, AJ Styles and Omos uh, oh, going against Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods for the Raw Tag <laughs> Team Championships. Um, this was a weird match in so much as AJ and Omos were the heels, mm-hmm. and they worked total babyface. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, Kofi and, and Xavier got the heat on AJ. They built the hot tag on Omos. And uh, Omos squashed the shit out of Kofi and Xavier. Um, that said, for the three quarters of the match where it was Kofi and Xavier beating down AJ, it was really fucking good. I, I didn't realize until uh, the first few minutes of the match how badly I wanted an AJ Styles Kofi Kingston program because the two of them going back and forth was super yeah. fun. Yeah, I'm uh, trying to think back if that had been a thing at any point and it's not I, ringing a bell. I don't believe it had. And goddamn, would that have been uh, a fun thing to do? After Kofi Mania. Um, but uh, Xavier Woods yelling at AJ about how we're tag team specialists. You don't understand this. Uh, what we're doing right now is effectively cutting off the ring. Like, dude was tearing me up last night. It was good shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, you know, and the the almost stuff, uh, you know. It was fine. The can be Matumbo. Matumbo, no. Uh, why did they bring that commercial back? By the way, I, I mean, have no idea. It's crazy that it's still when he slaps the box of cereal out of the kid kid's hands, fucking yeah. kills me every yes. time. Um, but yeah, the guy, you know, he's he's big and can do some impressive power moves. He's he was like what? He's seven two, seven three. Or Whatever something like that. it is, having him next to AJ makes him look twice as tall. I know. Yeah, you put him next to little Alan James there. Yeah. It's just uh, it's a bit much. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense i we should have predicted them to win but i figured you know new day would be crafty and figure out some way to you know not uh get destroyed by the I, big man. I, fr- I frankly figured that with the exception of uh shane because if you saw my my picks i i picked shane over braun yeah i thought it was going to be an all baby face night i i really right. did uh, because I was thinking first night back in front of a crowd, smiles on faces, the thing they always like run down ad nauseum to the point that fucking Titus had to drop it in his Hall of Fame speech. Um, you know, I, I thought for sure that's what they were going to do, but not so much. Although I guess it was a smile on face moment because the crowd was really into AJ and Omos. Yeah, so. I mean, good for good for them. I'm sure he'll sell some T-shirts. I don't know if I can know. Yeah, yeah. Also, I saw some people speculating that uh, – AJ was retiring because of his new T-shirt that said "Phenomenally Done." Uh, uh well, he's gone on record saying this is the last contract yeah, uh, extension that he's. That he's sign, yeah, I, I saw some people thinking like, "Oh, he was going to wrap it up at Mania," and I'm like, "That doesn't make any sense." Yeah, he still got a couple of years on why that he signed contract. for five more years last year. Like, right? No. Um. So Jerry Lawler joined commentary for the next match for reasons I Ugh. can't understand. Uh, and it was a steel cage match. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. This was fine. Uh, for what it was, it was fine. Shane took a big stupid bump off the top of the cage. There was I mean, a that was the idea of the match, right? Yeah. Shane falls off of something high. That's yeah. kind of his gimmick. There was a moment when they were both standing on top of the cage. And I realized that it had been rained on all night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, God, this is going to break bad for everybody. Well, no, uh, it, was, it was probably under the... The roof oh, you of, know uh, that's true. The the canopy. Yeah. Did you the see can- the photo of the, the the canopy looking like it was about to burst? Yes. I yeah. W- did, and didn't I send you the uh, the Ace Ventura dart? Uh, yes. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, you did. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a while. There was no gift for that. I had to like look very hard for that photo. So I hope you appreciated it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Bless you. For <laughs> and I couldn't find one with him shooting the dart. I had to find one with the, the Wachati. Yeah. The, the Wachati chick doing it. Um. They but, can tell. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, Elias and Jackson Riker got their mania paydays by running on this one. And I just want to say publicly, holy shit. We should have put Jackson Riker and his shitty tattoos in the bracket. When did that happen? I have no idea, but God, they were ugly. I don't even remember them showing up. Yeah. Uh, so much. I was paying attention to that match. They, they attacked Strowman before he entered the ring. Oh, maybe I was getting more wings at that point. Not a bad call. Uh, but uh, Shane McMahon uh, did end up losing. The one thing I wanted to point out, though, was Braun yelled about how he's not dumb upon immediately climbing back into the cage. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say how lazy that story, how lazy and terrible that story is? Yes. Like, you're dumb. It's like the stupidest second grade sort of uh, storyline there. Yeah. How do you fuck up? I mean – Outside of the ring, Braun Strowman aside, yeah. Adam sure is kind of a piece of shit. But how do you fuck up Braun Strowman? I don't know, man. Uh, but they've turned him into a new big show in every possible way. 
Yeah, that's and not like, in, le- not, legitimately not in a to the point way. where he had a feud with Shane McMahon over Shane McMahon saying Big Show was stupid. Yeah, I, I remember this because he had a uh, he had a jersey at the time on the back that said "Which way did he go? Which way did he go?" Which I thought was funny, but yeah, yeah. that's where I was. So um, after this match, inexplicably, a whole bunch of fireworks. I assume that was supposed to be the top of the show fireworks. But yeah, they like, had to drive it, off. hit the pyro. Yeah. Um, then uh, we threw it to the uh, honoring of the 2020 Hall of Fame. Another Bailey interruption. Ding dong. Hello. Uh, JBL was out there, as were the Bellas, as was Titus, as was the Bulldog, as was the NWO. NWO got the big hero spot. I assume the 2021 class is going to be on tonight's show. Makes sense. Then we had a promo saying uh, with Steve Austin talking about AT&T Stadium in Dallas being the home of Mania next year. They did not say a day. They just said April 2022, which makes me hmm. wonder if they're considering extending it to two days again. And then we had Booker T come out for the commentary of the next match, which was the shockingly <sighs> decent in-ring debut of Bad Bunny teaming with Damian Priest going against the Miz and John Morrison. All the credit in the world, by the way, for John Morrison doing, let's call it, nine-tenths of the work on the Canadian Destroyer on the outside. <laughs> but Bad Bunny hey. looked good in there. Like, I, I can't, I can't, on the lexicon of celebrity matches, this is probably one of the better ones in WWE, but yep. it was automatically batting for second in 2021 because Shaq went through two tables. So, you know. Shaq went through two tables. He didn't hit a destroyer. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's – I will give the guy credit. He put in the work. Yeah. Um, he, you know, hit a falcon arrow. He did a falcon arrow on John yeah, Morrison. Yeah, did the deal. You know, he 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 went all in. He he apparently trained with, you know, a lot of the – you know, I don't I forget whose names I saw he trained with backstage. Uh, but I think it was Adam Pierce and Drew Gulak were – Yes, yeah, I think you're Drew right. Drew Gulak's uh, become the new um, – uh, uh, Joe Henning in terms of training people backstage. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it was really, really good. It was entertaining. It was, it was what a celebrity match at WrestleMania is supposed to be. Um, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I was, I was trying to think back of other, you know, WrestleMania appearances yet, you know, Snooki did her cheerleader, Shit, and I think Morrison was involved in that match as well. Uh, I, 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 if I'm think not mistaken, he, I think at the very least, he was outside of the ring. Yeah, one. yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was a mixed tag or he was Molina because Molina was in that match. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, but thinking back, you know, Lawrence Taylor versus Bam Bam, mm-hmm. which in I haven't seen it in years. I remember enjoying it around that time. I don't know yeah. if it holds up. Uh, yeah. For for what LT and Bam Bam did, I was also a big Bam Bam fan. So, um. I think that the guy did a really good job. You know, people on Twitter, of course, are going to overreact um, and say this is the greatest, you know, the greatest celebrity woman in wrestling. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't know that I would go that far because uh, I, 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 I saw a lot of, you know, the, the heaping of praise. And, and don't get me wrong. I think um, Mania as a whole was an average show that was boosted by the fact that it had real crowd reactions for the first time in, in a year. Which you couldn't uh, hear because they piped in too much artificial yeah, noise, yeah. but whatever. Uh, but, you know, there were times where you heard the legit crowd responses, like yeah. uh, the fucking uh, three count in the main event. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I, I thought Bad Bunny did well. Uh, also... Balls of steel for being apparently a WWE fan and saying, yes, I will allow the Miz to catch me on a dive. <laughs> Must not be that big a fan to know better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, the Miz, when faced with a Grammy winner, when faced with a celebrity, still doesn't catch worth a shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like his yeah. job is to make sure that dude doesn't get a single fucking scratch on him. Yeah, and he could barely be bothered for the catch. Damian Priest, by the way, came off like the biggest geek in the world on this massive show. dork, such yeah. a dork. His yeah. between his gear and his stupid dance to the ring, and uh, yeah, his HBK cosplay did not work. No, no, not at all. And uh, they've botched the fuck out of his Arrow entrance that he did in NXT. So now he just looks like a big doofus. Yep. Um, yeah. No, not. A, not digging it whatsoever. Uh, one last bit of praise for Bad Bunny. Thank you, Bad Bunny, for bringing back the 
random uh, eighteen wheeler from the opening of WCW NWO Revenge. I really appreciated <laughs> that. Yeah, I mean, he you know he got his big extra entrance, and you know the crowd they they were cutting the crowd reactions, and the crowd was super into it. Yes. Uh, you know, seemed like they found every Puerto Rican uh, person in the in the bowl area <laughs> to cut to. Yeah, uh, yeah. which Dun, smart. Dunn was in the booth saying, "Find me the Puerto Ricans." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Find the only people going crazy for this match and and, and get to it. Uh, yeah. But you know they presented it well. He did a good job. Uh, I don't I don't have anything disparaging to say about the guy. Uh, I don't get him or his music, but I'm an old, so I'm not expected yeah. to. Yeah, no, no, so. no. This this is up there with Logan Paul for me, which is something I said you know a long time ago on the show, and I, I brought it up. Uh, you know, when we were talking about Logan Paul uh, previously, like. I'm an old do things that as an old, I go, I don't understand. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to get new fans. And this is one of them. And Logan Paul tonight should in theory be another one. I don't know though, if Logan Paul fans are going to give a single iota of fuck about turning on Peacock or signing up for Peacock or anything like that. They'll just wait for the clips to hit YouTube. Maybe. I don't know. And is is he the guy who his YouTube went to the murder forest? Yes. Yes. That is him. That that is why Matthew made that uh, great ricochet joke. And he's a, (laughs) that's great. And he's a boxer too, right? Or is that his Uh, brother? No, no, no. Uh, He, I believe he's the boxer as well. Okay. So what's his brother do? Actually, no, maybe his brother is a boxer. But, I, I mean, know. they're both primarily known for being YouTubers. Okay. God. They both suck. Um, anyway, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It was your main event of the evening. Uh, Sasha bringing out the big time main event gear. Uh, very cool look on her. Was was her hair peacock inspired? <laughs> <laughs> or is that just me? <laughs> it, it could have been. I got uh, Dalton Castle vibes. Yes. Who is essentially a peacock and the show is streaming on Peacock. So I don't know if that was a bit of synergy. If she did that on her own. Yeah. I don't know if it's a happy coincidence, but that's the vibe I got. But this match fucking ruled. Um, I mean, it's, you know, you start off with a little bit of emotion between the two ladies of, you know, this big moment. Yeah. Um, you know, as was acknowledged in commentary, first time two African-American women have been in the ring together out of WrestleMania, let alone main eventing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's know, a big moment. And I think very, very big moment, especially when you consider that they uh, I, I'm, I'm had Hulk Hogan that, hosting the show. Well, I mean, there's that. <laughs> I, I'm very sorry that I can't recall her name off the top of my head, but they inducted in the legacy wing of the Hall of Fame. One of the first African-American women in professional wrestling and used wrong footage of an entirely different African-American woman to commemorate it. I saw that. Not a good look. (laughs) Not a good look at all, but it doesn't matter because this match was awesome with one massive gripe. This was one of the most cynical and absolute bullshit things I've ever seen the WWE do. And considering the quality of this match and considering how good it was, it frustrates me to have to even caveat it with this. Okay. About halfway through the match, Sasha goes for a rest hold. Camera goes wide. So Michael Cole can fucking plug Snickers in the middle of the match. Uh, I mean... They got to make that money. I don't know. I mean, uh, do they? They just got paid a billion dollars. Yeah. And it's not enough. It's never going to be enough. They're a, they're a corporation. Corporations are in business to make money this, uh, and provide entertainment. This is secondary. Um, yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's a necessary evil. It's, it's like having human characters give exposition in a Godzilla fighting King Kong movie. It's a necessary <sighs> evil. It has to be in there. I didn't even think twice about it because it's kind of a common practice now. I just, you know, uh, it, I, it didn't I, take me out of the moment. Yeah. It, it, uh, it, it, I was it, also hammered drunk at this point. Fair point. So I, I don't even remember it happening, to be honest yeah. with you. I mean, I was sitting there at this point. It was like 1130 at night, and I'm just going like, what the fuck are they doing? And it doesn't help that Michael Cole was the one doing it, so I was just as frustrated because I had to hear his dumb voice. But um, Or watch the ending. Yeah. Uh, yes, very true. Great match, uh, whether it was the fucking suicide dive to the floor 
with Bianca rolling through, mm. picking up Sasha and carrying her back into the ring. Uh, and press style yeah, yeah, over the, her head. Yeah, gorilla pressing her back into the ring. Uh, Bel Air is a freak of nature, uh, but Sasha put her over huge. Bel Air pulling out something she hasn't done since the NXT days because she was legit hurting people with it. Did the fucking hair whip toward the yeah. finish. Cracking a hell of a, a cut Ooh. on the side of Sasha. That, and it echoed perfectly. It was, yes. it was beautiful. Yes. That was a like place a to do shot. it. You yes. know, at the in, in as a part of the finish in a WrestleMania main event. That's the time. Yeah. That's the time to do it. Hit the KOD for the finish. Bianca Belair wins. They cut to Bianca's family in the crowd. Bianca's dad fucking nearly goes ass over tea kettle over the uh, guardrail <laughs> with joy. Yeah, he did. Uh, th- this was one of the most pure and great and phenomenal, like, WrestleMania moments you can get. Um, you know, the the emotion was clearly genuine yeah. from Bianca. Uh, the crowd was clearly very happy. Yes, Michael Cole said that Sasha kicked out. She didn't kick out. Um, you know, Matthew, you're welcome. Uh, yeah. But uh, what a great match and really a, a, a nice crowning achievement on top of what was a shockingly decent first night of WrestleMania. Night two is a, is a bit more hairy in terms of the card. But um, yeah, uh, I, I was very, very impressed with this. This is definitely one of those matches people are going to look back on. And the part that is even crazier is when you realize that Sasha Banks is 29 years old. Yeah. How old is Bel Air? 32. Bel Air okay. is three years older. Wow. Yeah. God, they're both incredible shape. Uh, yeah. Bianca Belair is as sure a thing as there is uh, in this business right now. I mean, they're going to have to actively try to fuck this run up. And, you know, it's WWE, so uh, they have a possibility of doing it. Yes. But, uh, th- you know, the, the, the total package uh, phrase gets thrown around a lot, but – She's she's it. I mean, physically, uh, she cuts good heartfelt promos. Mm-hmm. She's got the confidence. She's got the swagger. She's got, you know, she she's she's got everything. And now she has the title. So good for her. Looking forward to uh, not watching SmackDown anymore. Still, so uh, but good for her. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, we roll on tonight too. Later tonight, it's probably aired by the time you've heard this. But, uh, Chris, you want to very quickly go through the card with our prediction? Sure. All right. For the Raw Women's Championship, it's Asuka defending against Rhea Ripley. It's Ripley. Yeah, I, I assume this is the crowning of Ripley in, in front of the... Uh, but, you know, that got me before. <laughs> that got me before. Uh, well, yes. yeah, I know. I know. But Asuka's not Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, well, in mean, terms of how WWE there, sees... There's that the and, you know, Drew uh, was, you know, just punked out by fucking Bobbert. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens. We got the fiend with Alexa bliss going against Randy yeah. Orton. I assume the fiend wins. Cause he's supposed Yawn. to be the face here. Sure. It's a Nigerian drum fight as big E defends the intercontinental championship against Apollo Cruz. Big E doing press this week, explain that even he doesn't know what a Nigerian drum fight is. <laughs> um, good for you. E. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Hey, he kayfabed it though. And he was like, look, maybe I, I, uh, Sign off for something I shouldn't have because I have no idea what that match is. Um, <laughs> I I actually think Cruz is going to win, and I'll explain why when we get later on. Okay. Yes. I think Cruz is going to win the Intercontinental Championship here. Uh, Sami Zayn with Logan Paul going against Kevin Owens in a singles match. This could be match of the night. I certainly mm-hmm. hope it is. Uh, I assume Owens goes over, though. Again, Mania yeah. typically dictates the babyface goes over. Although it's a celebrity involved match. Oh, so. if you don't think Logan Paul is punching Sami Zayn in the face. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I just hope that the Paul stuff doesn't take away from Owens and Zayn getting, you know, 20 years later, the WrestleMania moment. That's true. I mean, they've had a couple moments together in like ladder matches and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy for the two of them to to bring their their patented match to to the grandest stage of them all. Uh, yes. Hopefully they get more than 11 minutes. Yes. By the way, did you see the KO Mania 5 shirt? Because it's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still have the first two KO Mania shirts. I was in the habit of collecting them. Does he go off the pirate ship? Uh, I I will say uh, that at the very least he will fight on the pirate ship. I don't know that he goes off of it. 
Okay. All right. Uh, we got Riddle defending the U.S. <sighs> championship against Sheamus, which is a match that on paper could be good. I actually think it can be great. Yeah. Um, can be. I, I assume Riddle's <laughs> retaining, though. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. We got Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defending the uh, Women's Tag Team Championships against Natalia and Tamina. No one That's wins That's a bathroom break. One. Yeah. No one wins. No one wins at all. And then the main event to me is the one where it, it really, it is the, you know, anyone can win possibility. It is the Universal Championship on the line. Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman defending against Edge and Daniel Bryan in a triple threat match. Uh, again, I... You could give me solid reasoning for why absolutely any one of these three guys should win. But I'm going to go ahead and throw out my guess, okay. which is because they had the big face win last night. Mm-hmm. I think Reigns retains and we build mm-hmm. to Reigns versus Big E at SummerSlam. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I also believe Reigns wins and I think he pins Daniel Bryan. Okay, there we go. So that will be tonight. We'll find out how wrong we are uh, in just a few hours. Um, are, are you and the like lads getting together for night two or not so much? No. Yeah, I don't blame yeah. you. It's a Sunday One night's night. enough. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine you after two nights like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we got a little bit of time left. Do you want to very quickly jump into NXT or do you want to talk AEW real fast? Uh, I'm, well, I'm, uh, mm, I don't know. Whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah, you know what? We we don't really give you. them their 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 normal credence here, so let's go ahead. It was NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, two nights of NXT action. Uh both of them ended up being on Peacock. Um so let's go ahead and break down what happened on each show as I uh, bring up the results. Uh, we kicked off on uh, on Wednesday night. Wednesday. Yeah. With with, Nita Strauss. Yeah, with Nita Strauss rocking the national anthem, and that went straight into Pete Dunne with a new theme, defeating Kushida in a match that I thought was pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, I did seek this out. Um, obviously, I really like Kushida and he's still yet to get a really big win, which is kind of a a shame. Definite bummer. Definite bummer. But, uh, but yeah, the mat, the match was, uh, was really good. It was really well worked. I mean, that was your, you know, your, your technical match of the, of the two shows really. Yes. And, uh, the one thing I will say, uh, just as a general note for both nights of takeover here, they opened up the Capitol wrestling center, uh, Mm -hmm. a bit more to uh, a larger group of fans. I actually, uh, unlike the uh, Thunderdome, which feels kind of kludgy and, and ridiculous, I actually kind of like the smaller crowd slash video screen slash, you know, chain aesthetic of the the CWC, especially now that they've opened it up to more fans. Yeah, I, I actually really kind of like that look and setup for NXT as as somebody who doesn't watch WWE programming anymore. Just the video wall is very distracting. And I, I am I am not into it. Um, but this is the first time I've watched anything WWE in months. So we yeah. had the uh, six man gauntler elimination match uh, where winner would receive a North American championship match on night two. Shock of shocks. Bronson Reed did it. The former yeah. of rock taking out Isaiah Swerve, Scott Cameron Grimes, L.A. Knight, Dexter Loomis and Leon Ruff. Goddamn Cameron Grimes is over. Uh, that dude is killing it right now. I can tell you who's yeah. not killing it though. And that is LA Knight. God damn. That guy is just a waste of a spot. What a dull thud for that guy, man. Yeah. I mean, it, like, I, I don't, I don't know if they were trying to do another Robert rude sort of situation where an older established guy from impact comes in and has a, you know, a great run with the new guys. Uh, but yeah, no, the wet fart. Um, I was very much into watching Swerve manhandle Le- uh, Leon Ruff for uh, <laughs> a hot minute. Um, love me some Swerve. So, yeah. so that was that was some good. So there were some fun spots in this match. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it, it was a very very fun match. Just L.A. Knight is just a big wet fart on top of it. And um, yeah. credit to whoever on Twitter pointed this out. It's all I can you know sort of grok from him now that L.A. Knight has strong divorced dad energy. oh no yeah you're Uh, right but then uh the show picked up real strong with the back three matches walter defending and retaining the nxt uk championship against Tommaso champa this match fucking ruled i loved it 
simple, basic, brutal, awesome. Uh, Just two dudes beating the shit out of each other. Uh, Walter fucking breaking the uh, the (laughs) the commentary table cover with a chop and winning with a chop. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i i will give walter credit because uh his his big hand uh somehow majestically made a perfect zigzag shape on that uh on that tabletop there yeah. but uh <laughs> it it was it worked well for the match um yeah. and he sold it well but still you know muscled through it and chopped the shit out of champa and champa you know that I would the, the second rope uh, air raid crash. Yes, was fucking awesome. Yes, um, yeah. It, it, I have no complaints about this match. I was super into it. Yeah, it's it, it's probably my favorite match of Mania week so far. Um, yeah, uh, I I mean it's definitely that, more to, between to that and Banks and Bel Air. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it felt it, like a New Japan match. Right, so. right. It was it was definitely more to my tastes. You know, yes. I, I, I can see why some people might go, eh, it's not my thing. But I I fucking loved it. Um, yeah. The only thing, uh, the the fucking tail of the tape with the intangibles, I thought <laughs> was real. Yeah, uh, yeah. So and what was Damaso Champa's was psychopathic. Yeah, and Walters well, is unbeatable. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. The intangibles is a bit hokey. Yes. Um, you know, but I mean, the Sicilian psychopath, it, it fits the, yeah. fits the gimmick. Um, then we had the triple threat match to determine the new NXT tag team champions, the MSK of Wes Lee and Nash Carter, uh, <laughs> defeating the grizzled young vets of James Drake and Zach Gibson and Legado del Fantasma, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild. Super fun spot fast. Like, yes. Uh, definitely the, the, uh, antithetical, uh, I'll just say it's the exact opposite of yes. Walter versus Champa, but I antithesis. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, antithesis of it. Yes. Um, I still had a great time with it. Super fun spot fast. Um, yeah, really. There was, some, there was some fun stuff in there. Great energy. And then the main event was for the NXT women's championship as EO Shirai carried the fuck out of Raquel <laughs> Gonzalez in a match that was basically EO does a whole bunch of crazy flippy shit on toward and around Raquel Gonzalez until she eventually loses. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the, the high flyer versus the strong base. That's the, the prototypical sort of uh, match up there. And, you know, uh, it was, it, you know, not EO's best match, no. not to her and not her fault because of it. Uh, yeah, she did. She did a good job in, in, in carrying the big, the big girl there. Um, you know, it's short, sort of seemed like the, it was a foregone conclusion. Raquel was winning and, uh, it, yeah. it well, turns out it was. Um, so they're going to give her the big push. Dakota Kai got, uh, kicked out early, which was a shame because I love her in those short shorts. But, um, yeah. That was, so, that how was a, soon does uh, Dakota turn on uh, Raquel, and that's the next big program? Uh, it's probably sooner rather than later. She wants that title say, shot. You think that's gonna be on Tuesday? Uh, yeah, yeah. See you on Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, night two, uh, what it was kicked off with ladder match: Santos Escobar versus Jordan Devlin. Hell yeah! Uh, the, match ruled. Uh, I do feel like I need to point out that Jordan Devlin is a sexual abuser and he's terrible, but match fucking ruled. Well, uh, he dropped the title or, yes, or you know, is no longer in uh, holding a WWE title. Maybe. Well, uh, and also NXT really seems pretty forgiving about that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, with a show that also featured Austin Theory and thankfully did not feature Velveteen Dream. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, uh this was a really fun and good ladder match. I was obviously a huge mark for uh, Santos Escobar, so I was happy to see him uh, pull out some good shit. But really, it was Devlin who hit all the or most of the really big fun spots. Um, yeah, yeah. I will say one thing that took me out of a couple of those big spots is, is when they were how doing big the- Jordan Devlin's head is compared to the rest of his body. Well, th- there's that, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the Finn Balor you know. bobblehead Jordan Devlin. <laughs> Yeah, well, if they ever, you know, uh, need to remake uh, Rocky Dennis in the mask, uh, we know who who could uh, who, who could take care of that. Good old Jordan Devlin. But um, when they were doing the replays of like the big moonsault off the ladder, which was gorgeous, that they sh- they take to the overhead shot, and then you yeah. can clearly see the two refs holding the ladders. Yeah. Like I I know that that's a necessity, but you don't have to show it to me. Don't show me how the sausage is made right. all the time. Right. You know. Right. The other angles would have gotten it over fine, or at least crop it a little bit. I mean, for fuck's sake. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely weird. Definitely weird. But I, I, I thought very, very good match. Uh, and I loved the moment with uh, Escobar and his son after the match. My son's a gift machine, man. That yeah. that classic gif of after uh, El Hijo uh, del Fantasmo lost his mask in that match, yeah. and his son's in the ring and gives the, the finger across the throat means death. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like legit meant it to the guy, whoever it was, beat beat him in that uh, CMLL mm-hmm. match yeah, or whatever. Very very kill Bill in that moment. Yes, uh, yeah. I can't yeah. wait for that guy to come of age and start murdering people. Yeah. yeah, shit. Him and minus one are gonna have a feud all across the Indies at some point um so uh we had a a tag team match for the women's uh tag team championship appropriately enough ember moon and shotzi blackheart successfully defending against the way of candice LeRae and indy hartwell fun match shotzi wants to die (laughs) i didn't watch it (laughs) okay um johnny gargano successfully defended the north american championship against bronson reed coming out party for reed uh, but I, I gotta say, I'm starting to sour on the same old Johnny takeover shit. I mean, that's his thing. That's what he does. Yeah. He does long, well-worked matches, but it's like you said, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, carrying cross <laughs> is now a two time NXT world champion having defeated Finn Balor in uh, a match that was fine. Carrying cross is the epitome of a six push like a 10 so he feels like a four it's just and uh, it's hokey it is Um, everything triple h thinks is cool yes the wrestler right and i i'm not opposed clearly to hokey when it's in the right environment and this level of hokey doesn't fit into the nxt aesthetic to me like you know if this character showed up on lucha underground i'd be creaming my pants um but that's because it works in universe yeah um and obviously he i know he was in lucha underground but he was a different character right um but um it's just the entrance is just so cringe still the the you know scarlet gyrating around and lip syncing Fallen uh, pray. I, I don't mind the music. I mean, once the music kicks in and it's fallen prey over and over, it's kind of a banger. But getting to it is just this fucking chore. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, Scar- does Scarlet always do the sensational Sherry cosplay sort of motif or was this just for takeover? Uh, she definitely enhanced it for takeover. She's done okay. variants and versions. Okay. I was going to say, because it is pretty, pretty obvious what she was yes. going for there. Um, but yeah, and then her, you know, her yelling on the I don't, I don't know. This was this was just okay. Yeah, and then the main event was Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole in an unsanctioned match that was twenty minutes of great match stretched out to forty. I watched the gifts. Yeah, that was the better <laughs> way to do it. Uh, good for KO though. Yeah, good for KO. Um, I assume it's carrying Cross versus KO at the next takeover. Um, I you know a lot does of people, Cole go up? Maybe. I mean, man, he's going to get fucking buried. Oh, yeah. He's going to be on Superstar so fucking fast. Like him and Ricochet are going to be best friends. Like that's pretty much where they're going to be. Um, but I don't know what it is. I mean, New Japan has the exact same problem where it feels like they work these matches for the minute count versus the quality. Yeah. And I don't fucking get it. Like. I don't know. There, there've even been. It's not just like a, a wrestling inherent issue, um, but you know, the, I've seen bands where it's this idea of like, oh well, we you know what we need to go out there and play a two-hour set. It's like I'd much rather we play forty minutes and it's all bangers, you know. Like I, I don't depends on the band. Fair, fair, but it's just I, I don't get the idea of having to have a forty-minute match. And and make you know make it this epic main event just to have it be an epic main event. If it was twenty five minutes long, it would have been infinitely more enjoyable and a lot more fast paced. And yeah, uh, is Shawn Michaels ruining NXT? <sighs> Shawn Michaels needs a no guy in NXT. I think is really the 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 issue. Shawn Michaels right now basically gets to book all the matches he never got to wrestle himself. Right, which. You know, basically, it, it, it's very, very clear that you can see that the basic issue is Shawn Michaels is applying all of his tropes as a wrestler to an mm-hmm. entire generation of wrestlers. 
And who are already inspired by Shawn, by, Michaels. By Shawn Michaels. And in turn, yeah. they also probably have a hard time going, Shawn, I don't know about this, man. Of uh, course, they're not going to say anything. He's Shawn yeah. Michaels. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it it's a lot. I'd say there are bigger problems on NXT right now. You know, two hours versus one hour wasn't great for them. Uh, trying to hotshot all these title matches was not great for them. Um, having guys who go up and look like absolute fucking idiots is not good yeah. for them. Having guys come back down is not good for them. You know, basically the the WWE network era of NXT was a glorious thing that got to just kind of succeed in its own little realm. Yeah. Everything they've done to quote unquote make it better has harmed it actively. Because they try to make it more like main roster WWE. Exactly. And it, you know, the two days of shows, a prime example of that, but also further underlined it in that you had night one, which felt like an NXT takeover and night two, which felt like it a bloated NXT takeover. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. I, I do. I dare say that Shawn Michaels involvement in NXT has taken them to the hicken bottom of the barrel. The Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughhouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Roughhouse Redos, and Roughhouse Divided movie trivia games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod- House, uh podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. Skeezy Larry Productions in association with the Secret Keepers Foundation presents World Pervert Wrestling's Dinomania. You'll shiver beneath the covers as you watch the Creeper meet Uncle Larry in an Innocence on a Pole match. I got a huge bag of candy for ya. Dinomania. Get ready to reach for your pepper spray as the WPW tag team belts are on the line when the Mountain Men take on the inappropriate siblings. Come on, show us yours first. <laughs> Dinomania. And in our main event of the night, have those restraining orders ready because Willie Windowless Van Thrust goes head to head with Rufy Rick. There you go, drink up. <laughs> Dinomania. World Pervert Wrestling's Diddlemania. Available on Craigslist Pay Per View and in Highway Rest Stops everywhere.